Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right yeah, now, coming yeah, to you yeah, live yeah. and direct with episode number 210 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. The DMST boys are back on a Sunday. It's raining outside. There's a lot of thunder in the background. So if anything goes out, blame the rain. Uh, thank you to everybody that is tuning in right now on Facebook Live. Thank you to everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on TuneIn app, on Wooshka. Wooshka. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how you feeling? What's up, man? Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. You feeling good, man, as usual. Ready to get it in, man. She already laughing. See, he ain't going to say <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just waiting. Like, ready to get say, it in? Ain't gonna say nothing. Dev, how you feeling? I'm feeling really, really good. Ready to start. Ready to get started. Okay. And we have a guest this week. For those of you who are tuned in on Facebook right now, you see a, a fourth person in the room with us. Better looking than all three of us. Oh, uh, thank okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Do that all the time. Okay. Don't start shit. Hey, Bracer. You get say one thing, man. I, I used to do that all the time when we had guests. Right, you, did, you, did, you did. Yeah, Play back the shows if you don't believe me. You Play love back. trying to not get in trouble. Go ahead. Go ahead. You love trying to get me in trouble. I, heard these shows. I say that. It was just the way I, you have not done it in the past 107 shows. Oh, we gonna play them back. You wanna play them back? You gonna challenge me on it? You, you, have, you know what you have. Yeah, You'll be yeah. like the room yeah. looks more beautiful. You have, yeah. yeah. See, right. yeah. Oh yeah. Don't hate on the vibration that I'm bringing out of him. I okay. apologize. Thank, Thank you. Y'all ain't, ain't gonna have me getting kicked out the house, and I live by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, but we have Stephanie in the house with us. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for sitting down with us. We're going to get into some of the things that she does mm -hmm. a little bit, and then of course we're going to get into our regular conversation for the week. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do that, Playboy, how was your week? Uh, week was cool. Week was cool. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Work. Woo you know, the babies, you know. Mm -hmm. That's about it, man. Everything it's cool. Crazy. Week was good, man. So we laughing super hard because we said before the show, we was like, what did you say? Playboy is the what? You say he's the most secretive person? Yeah, he's a secretive dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm just low key. So like Area 51. They actually yeah. based that character, the most interesting man in the world, off of him. Like he's done all these things that nobody really knows about, though. So, and then um, you bring some up. He's like, "Oh yeah, I was there the other week. What the fuck you mean you was there the other week? You said you ain't do nothing." <laughs> Y'all did have them pretty scripted. Because yeah. I'm over here waiting. This like, is what work. It is. Yeah. <laughs> we did the pauses just right and everything. Yeah. Work. Yeah, that's about it, man. I, you know, I don't babies. Think, thing is, during the week, I, you know, it's, everything in the week is routine for me. So mm. I don't really get into too much until the weekend. You know. So how was your weekend? Maybe we gotta start asking him how was his weekend, yeah, and he will plead the fifth on that one. Weekend was cool. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, rode around a little bit, man. Mm -hmm. Went down to the flats, you know, mm -hmm. just not get out the car, but I, I rode oh, down Oh, you rode around the flats? Yeah, I, I like to listen to my music, you know, yeah, vibe mm -hmm. out a little bit, you yeah. know. That was about it. I don't know. If my whip was as clean as yours, mm -hmm. I'd probably just ride around the city, too. Just, yeah, just So basically, you were showing your car off this week. Yeah, I was just, that was it. Just rolling. Just, just trying to vibe out a little bit. Okay. That's about it. Okay. Stephanie, how was your week? You know, mom, chef, teacher, worker, the whole mm. corona situation, you know, because I have so many hats. Mm. So I'm trying to figure out what recipe to do. And it just looked like it was going to be a hot dog week this mm. week, not even a weekend of hot dogs. Mm. So that's how I was with my kid, just 
trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Really trying to process when he's going to go back to school, all of that. You know, stretch the fro out just for it to melt back down mm. with this weather. So I did that. What else? It just rolled around. I rolled around, too. Not in my car, though, because that shit's pretty busted right now. <laughs> but somebody else's. Okay. James, what up? I ran into uh, James at the gas station the other day. He's really? Like, okay. He's like, uh, he's like, make sure you tell uh, Playboy and uh, and Dev what's up. What's up, brother? Um, so, Dev, how was your week? It's cool, man. Um, so, look, I started, I, I'm building a paver deck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It took me a couple months to watch enough YouTube videos, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to learn what it is I needed to do. So, I started carving it out. It's about seven and a half, eight feet by ten feet. It's it's once the thing about digging up outside and building a deck is the moment you break ground, you got to commit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, so for the past three or four days, I've been pretty much. I was out there this morning. You know what I mean? Sweating. I sweat when I sweat through my shirt. I'm done for the day. You know what I mean? But yeah. on Thursday, Friday, I sweat through two shirts. You know what I mean? Just I had a bunch to do. So. But now I'm at the point where I gotta like lay the gravel in the sand and shit like that. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, build it. Uh, that's that's about it. You know what I mean? Corona has got me to the point where I am building shit. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at, and I don't like to build shit. But I don't know what else to do, man. I still got do. like a month left till school start, and I still don't know. I finally got an email today about my daughter's school. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what my job is looking like. Mm-hmm. I'll probably find that out. You know, the second day of. of, of Teacher development days when we come back. We ain't gonna know nothing until we go back into the building. But yeah, man. So that's kind of where I am. Uh, Sold my PS4 because I don't play the video games. I'm too. Did you really? I know, man. Shout out to you. Hang it up. Hang that shit up. It ain't nothing wrong with it. But I mean, no, but you know, it ain't nothing wrong. You still gaming? I bought, that shit no, up. I, I, I Hang a, it up. Um, I bought a PS4 back in September. What? Of 2019? Yeah, just because I don't play nah, the game. Nah, well then let it. You, I just bought it because it's like doing? every now and then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing the game, and I'll turn it on, yeah. and I'll have a day or two that I'll play for like a couple hours each day, and then I'd be like, all right, and then I probably ain't had it on in at least a month and a half because schoolwork. Leave it. So leave but, it right where it's at. Yeah, Mike. I'm not gonna lie to you. When the PS5, PS5 come out, I might double back. <laughs> but look, but listen, if I get it, it'll only be. I'm, I'm really, I'm torn. I'm torn because I don't know if I want to get it, man. Don't. I'm gonna have to see how it looks or if it's that much better. Oh, it not, is. Yo, they trying to. Yeah, man. Look, let it go. Don't let her shame y'all into playing y'all video <laughs> games, man. Come on, play man. your game like a man. Yeah, I ain't shaming. Hey, ain't for shaming. anybody that want a PS4, I got one for sale right now. <laughs> six six games PS4. Uh, I can't remember how many gigabytes it is, but. I got it for the low. For one seventy five, you can have it. I so, I sold it for so I sold it for two fifty on marketplace. I went. Everybody was okay. selling for like three hundred and three fifty, and I sold mine for two fifty. For a game? Yeah, for, for a game a whole station? System. Yeah, oh, whole system. No. Two two joysticks, headphones, yeah, and a game for two fifty. Yeah. I'm I put I put this shit like twelve fifteen in the morning. By two in the morning, I had like fifteen people in my inbox. Yeah. And so the first dude um, that, that inboxed me, I was like, yeah, and we we set up for the next day, and we met at the South Euclid Lenhurst Library. And I probably you probably don't know how the landscape is, but yeah. if you drive in from off Green Road in the back, it's like a wooden fence or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Yeah, I'm in the back, I'm in a black Cadillac, white dude from like he had to drive an hour and fifteen minutes to come get it. <laughs> so it's this lady. So we in the back, I pull up to the back, he leaning on the fence smoking a cigarette. 
And so I get out. I got. I got my, like this. Hold on, hold on. I was watching Dateline on Friday Yo. night. It started eerily similar to how this shit started. That's just marketplace so you know. meetups for you. That's marketplace meetups for you. So I got my PS4 in one of those black giant eagle bags. You know, before Corona, when we get when we cared too much about fucking life, and they was about to get rid of plastic bags, yeah. which didn't make no fucking sense. You had to buy cloth bags from Giant Eagle. Mm-hmm. So I got like 40 of them fucking shits. You know what I'm saying? Because I kept, I would buy two for a dollar, then I would take them home. And you'll forget to take them back out when you say, yeah, 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 So I got like a million of them, so I put my PlayStation in there, so I get out the fucking car, I got my PlayStation in an all black cloth bag, mm. and this is lady over by the entrance just staring at us, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> He probably, as a white dude, was like, hey, I'm out of PS4. In my brain, I'm like, lady, I'm not selling dope. Yeah. And he just. Now you the big, tall ass 6'4 black dude pulling pulling up in the back of the. As soon as I get out the car, he started counting 260 because I didn't give him a 10. He started counting 260 and 20. And I'm like, my man. You're about to get us arrested over fucking. (laughs) And the lady just was staring at us. I know in the back of her mind was like, oh, these fucking drug dealers. Right. The PS4 lady. Niggas was counting it out for you. Niggas huh? was counting that shit out. Right. All right. But oh, it was all crisp. You know, I gave him a 10. You know what I'm saying? Sold yeah. it for 250. It was cool. That's what's up. That was my week. How was your week, man? I'm about to say, bring it was actually your pretty, week, man. It was pretty cool. I mean, uh, school didn't kick my ass this week like it happened the last couple weeks. So, like y'all said, I'm not, I'm not going to drop out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, still a little tough, but uh, we'll see. So, when you, I, I know I always ask, I'm going to forget, I ain't going to forget this time. So, when are you, you going to, when can we go to your graduation and shit? We turn it up at your shit. You yeah. hear me? <sighs> Brainstorming this bitch. Like, when you right, get your exactly. masters, we, we get in there going crazy. He's like, well. Don't tell us what it is. Brother. He's like, well, then that, then in 2052, actually. May of 2052. Exactly. Don't bring um, that shit over I, I, here. It's, at the end of, it's towards the end of next year. That's all. When is it towards the end of next year? Next year. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find your ass. Be careful we now. Pull it up. Be careful. <laughs> I was thinking, like, yo. He's going to bust in the motherfucker. <laughs> What up, nigga? <laughs> like, like, Kevin Hart got it. Y'all gonna need a long dick. <laughs> uh, uh, Ricky says, sits for a black man don't sell drugs, they're bodyguards. Yeah, that's true. The way I got out with that black bag, if it was slow motion, <laughs> like, if, the way I got out, if it was slow motion, it, it looked like I was selling dope. But that's what's up. Thank you, Ricky. I'm not a drug dealer. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I was thinking, like, like with next year, it's like I turned 40 in February. I was thinking about, I wanted to go... I've been saying for the longest I wanted to go out the country for my birthday, but now with with the Rona yeah, going on, probably ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Canada, Canada ain't letting us in. No, they they next eighteen in. months, you can't go. Hell, to Canada. it's states that's not letting us in right now from Ohio. Oh, they oh, if you do get in, you gotta mm-hmm. self quarantine for like fourteen days. Yeah. So how the fuck am I gonna take my daughter Stuck. back to Atlanta? You gotta look into yeah. it. I'm telling you the truth on it. There's places that's not you if you're from in Ohio, from Alabama. Not you, in. you better drive down to Alabama, try to I might, sneak in. I might have to fly her back. Yeah. Yeah, you probably. This is real life. Right now, it's crazy. Yeah. We're on a shutdown. We, this is a real life movie. Like, it is. We live in a movie. All the we movies just, we ever seen. Apocalypse. We, we yep. just watched Kanye West. No, you just watched Kanye <laughs> West. <laughs> I've never seen him more mad. He was trying to force himself to be not engaged, right? So look, so I got the Kanye West. He he had his he had his uh his initial uh rally today. I don't know if people mm-hmm. know. So we watched it. But he he was, I was no, in here watching watched it. it. So this thing was over here, like picking through his fingernails, trying to act like he wasn't watching. Man, I was, I was trying to research for the show. Man. But after about five minutes out of nowhere, he like, Kanye, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 
It's all, he was saying something about being on the board of Adidas or something like that and then going home. And then I heard him say something about, and when God called Moses and told him to lead his people, I said, Kanye, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about right now? What are you, I mean, you talked about Adidas to clothing, to everything, to, to Moses and God. Like, what are you talking about right now? I, I can't what you do. So. Sorry for your loss, Kanye. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> of that. your damn mind. It's um, all distractions. Bro. All right. Um, yeah. So again, we have a guest sitting down with us this week. We the have perspective liaison. The perspective at, liaison. I need to at, ask you about that name. At the perspective liaison on yeah. Instagram. Yes, for so the plug. What is the what's the what's the um what's the meaning behind the name? Yo, so this name came out. I don't know why I'm leaning into the mic. Like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can say. You back. know, that's how the rappers do when they get deep. It's yeah. like I'm about to get real deep. But no, so 2016. Mm-hmm. I feel like, nah, nah, go back. 2012, 2012, I I was drunk, right? Like, I was just drunk with my friend. I'm like, listen, I am so insightful. Like, something just dawned on me. You know what I mean? You know me, because it's like when you, I had finished grad school, you know, I took all these intuitive counseling classes. I'm a licensed therapist. And I just was like, listen, I got to bridge the gap for my people. I got to bridge the gap hmm. for the enlightened that don't come oh, to counseling because they ain't not that at risk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, they need... There's a need for a liaison. Mm-hmm. There's a need for a liaison that's not just bringing you from being at risk and, you know, really drowning in demons and mental health, but a liaison for the 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 intuitive and the enlightened mm-hmm. that, you know, got some maladaptive shit going on. You know, mm-hmm. got, it needs to be redirected a little bit and look in a perspective that's instilled in them, period, hmm. from the core. Mm-hmm. From their from their power, and so I was like, you know what? I'm the liaison to a perspective that's gonna free you from mm. from walking around eyes wide shut. You know what I mean? And not because I'm some type of prophet or anything, but because I have those clinical tools, right? Mm-hmm. That I've I, I went to school for, but to learn who I am and how I operate and how I think and what has been put upon me that blinds me to certain shit, what patterns that are unhealthy. I went to school to study me and mm-hmm. then be able to study other people. Mm-hmm period. That's why I did it. And that's why I majored in it. So I was like, you know, it's time. It's time to be a liaison to everybody's perspective. Who Who's curious? Mm-hmm. And so that's where the name came from. And then, you know, life happened. So it just became a handle for a while. And I wasn't taking clients and doing groups or whatever in that way, outside of you being fully at risk at a clinic, but just with my people, mm-hmm. you know, cash for service. So that's how the name came about. I just want to, you know, be that bridge. Hmm. From you to you. Okay. Okay. I won't ask that for a while. I was like, oh. Why you ain't yeah. do that? You know, I, I don't know. That's the, you that's have to get one. me on on live no, no, no. and all this. It's, it's just life here. You know. Out in the corona, ain't asking no questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. So you know how Instagram, it's, 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 you'd be like, oh, man, I wonder why. But then you, you know, maybe you saw, you know, something else up under the the next post. You know what I mean? So you work in mental health. Yeah. Um, do you are you a part of like a practice? Are you kind of uh, is it more of a solo type of thing or mm-hmm. that's what I was going to ask? Independent type thing. Yeah. So listen, so I do work for two organizations, which I will remain unnamed. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I work for a private practice, and I also work for um, an, a larger agency, mm-hmm. and I supervise. Um, 
therapist, so I'm trying to kind of keep it cool. So I supervise therapists mm -hmm. who um, deal with at-risk families and kind of um, divert them in a way mm -hmm. um, from a higher risk situation. So it's an evidence-based practice, so I supervise clinicians. Mm -hmm. But then I also have, um, I work at an independent practice where I see a lot of, a lot of more elite clients, it feels like, um, through insurance and um, I work at high risk. My solo, again, it's not about um, diagnosing or anything like that. So we Zoom, you email me, we Zoom, that's how it is. That's my independent part, because mm -hmm. I'm an independent proprietor wherever I go, because I'm mm -hmm. independently licensed for the state with a supervisory endorsement. So mm -hmm. I can train therapists and I can um, practice independently. Mm -hmm. So that private piece is just more so, hey, you want to work some things out. You're not necessarily at high risk, but you just want to work some things out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? From a professional, not from your mm -hmm. homie, not at the barbershop, yeah. not at the beauty shop, but just from a professional. Mm -hmm. So I guess like the medicine woman kind of deal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the doula, medicine woman type. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how my uh, my own practice is operated. Okay. I know you mentioned in your, in your bio, it, it says that you're a mindset coach. Oh, you did, did your research? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Brainstorm is... Uh, so y'all call him Brainstorm. He, huh? <laughs> he sent me a text. He said, he said oh, yeah, I got I'm about to do questions. some research. No, I love it. I love it. You got to yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't have a conversation with me if you don't know where I stand. Mm -hmm. right. So you said you're a mindset coach. Mm -hmm. uh, explain that to people, like, what that means for you. Yeah, so, you know, you got life coaches, you got counselors, you got um, inspirational, uh, motivational speakers, right? You have all these all these big titles, right? I, I can't coach you to your life. I can't necessarily counsel you to be a better version of you. I can counsel you to be a productive version of you, which is not always the better, the core. So with a mindset coach, that's me taking all those skills and everything that I've um, acquired over 12 years you know, being in this field and it gets your mindset to a place where I'm coaching you to be you. I'm coaching you to just have the confidence to be you because we already have a mindset that's ingrained in us mm -hmm. deep down. It's buried by all of these um, labels and all of these cultural trends, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it buries that core self. Everybody has a, a space where they need to function from. That's their higher calling. And so it's not a priest. It's not a preacher. It's not, you know, mm -hmm. it's not a counselor. I'm not, I'm not motivating you to go in a direction I think you should mm -hmm. go. I'm just coaching you to sustain the mindset you already have and to live in purpose from that place. Mm. Man. So surprise, no I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. I'm trying to figure out what my mindset is. You come, come on, we gonna <laughs> zoom. We gonna zoom. Cash at me. So, so how do you <laughs> think? <laughs> how do you think uh, the environment and stuff plays a role in, in people's mindset these days? Like you say, social media. Yeah. Um, you know, at the whatever the pressures people may feel, but that like, how do you feel like that plays a role in people's mindset these days, for better or for worse? Ah, oh, man, so impactful, so impactful. So let's go with the, let's go for worse, right? Mm -hmm. So it makes us machines and robots. It makes us, um, it makes us whatever anybody in power needs us to be at that time. Hmm. 
that's what I think the worst does. It makes us hate ourselves. It makes us overcompensate for ourselves. It makes us put on a mask and a disguise and be able to function in a way that we're not even designed to function at all. Mm. We're not even designed to function in that way at all. And I say that because even if I try to fuck around, right, and just, mm. like, go out and be in the streets or whatever and cope unproductively, if that's mm. me being with my girls, you know, we all do it. Everybody mm. does it. I'm like, this shit uncomfortable as fuck for real. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. it's, it's, I only feel that way if I'm celebrating. You know what I mean? Mm. I only feel that way if I've accomplished something. That's when it feels natural because... I want to celebrate in that way. But anybody doing that day in, day out, you know. Just to do it. Just to do mm -hmm. it, right? Because the culture says to do it or hmm. your timeline says to do it or the music videos say to do it or, you know, the the other maladaptive people around you who are training you to cope in a way that they learn how to cope, which really was a way to destroy themselves anyway, right? Yo, that's that's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens when it's for worse. For better, for better is if you go out there with an intention for information, if you go out into the world and into your lifestyle with an intent to learn and to acquire, to acquire and then to have some introspection. Mm -hmm. So you, the more information you get, then you take that information and then you're introspective about where mm -hmm. that information fits within you naturally and synthesize to evolve, mm -hmm. synthesize all of that in order to evolve. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the world is so big and we have so much access from right here, from right where mm -hmm. you're sitting in your space, mm -hmm. you can have access and not move. You can have full access to the world and not move a foot. Mm. If you do that with intention and you're operating from your natural mindset, mm -hmm. you know, that's power. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It gives all it gives a brand new perspective to when people say, you know, if you um if you're struggling to pay your light bill, you 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 don't you got no business at the club. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating? You're not celebrating. You're hiding. Yeah, you're really coping. You're hiding. You're coping. That's a, if a if your coping mechanism is going to get drunk or it's like yeah. an addiction, make reckless decisions. You know what I mean? But I don't even know if it's that simple. It's to go get drunk in a mindset, right? You drunk mind, sober thoughts, yeah. right? Well, that's like, a pun play on words. And it, it is. It is. And that's why I keep playing on it, mm -hmm. though, right? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're going into a space mm -hmm. where you can acquire a drunk mind that's not yours. You can just acquire and you can pretend for a while. Hmm. You can pretend and then go home and be shocked when you flick the switch and it's that's like, real. Like, that. <laughs> like you know, but you know how sometimes when people mm -hmm. on the movies, like, yeah. I don't know, it's like yeah, that one last that. little flicker mm -hmm. and it, it, that's sad, you know, but I think that's how we're conditioned to, to be. We're conditioned hmm. that way. Yeah. I think we're conditioned to not really deal with stuff. Yeah. We're conditioned to kind of just put it off or, or, you know, we, I, I don't know, maybe it's not that we're not conditioned to deal with it. Maybe we just, because one thing is that we're so busy, we don't take the time well, to actually you get somewhere deal though, with man. stuff. We are conditioned to not deal with stuff. I got a lot of that in my life too. This this is the thing. And this is, this is, I know it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, sure. you know, you see, it's welcome to East Cleveland. There's the sign in here. They never see that side of it. But some of that is ingrained in me and I don't know how to get it out. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because to me, if I don't have something that is important that I have to do, so let's say mm -hmm. I got something hanging over my head, right, that I got to get done. If I then do that, then what? what's my motivation now? Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? If I got somebody I got to pay back or if I got something I got to do, if I got something I owe, 
if I do put all my energy into doing that, mm-hmm. I've never really been paid off from all my energy going into something positive. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've always had to bury that and deal with real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel like if I put all my energy into like rectifying that thing, I won't have purpose. No. I know that's, that's not crazy. But that's, that's, that's the condition. That's the condition in order to limit you. Mm-hmm. If you actually uh, like conquer that, what you are paid off with is evolution, is elevation. I need to know and what's then on the, the other goal side. Is of higher and higher. You have to, because if you're not, if you're staying there, then that's mm-hmm. where you're living from. I've always, and that's the thing, I've always lived there. I think I'm terrified. To Dev going to lay on the couch in a second. Yeah, I might have to. <laughs> I'm terrified to figure it out. Not figure it all out, because that makes yeah. it seem like you figure life, but not figure it all out. But you have to be careful too. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful. Um, you just mentioned something not too long ago as far as that drunk mind sober thoughts. That's a visual thing. Mm-hmm. It could be subliminal too. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you keep seeing that constantly, like you said. Welcome to East Cleveland. So it's gonna be hard for you to let that. Mindset of being there, mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I, <clears throat> at times I try to be careful about what I got around me, mm-hmm. whether it be, like you said, a sign mm-hmm. or this or that, because that can play on your mind heavy, man. Mind is a pow- powerful thing, man. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the, the analogy that, that Dev used a couple weeks ago where well, we, was, we was talking about the relationship thing, but it was almost like, but you brought up like the food thing, how you'd be like, I want some tacos or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I, it'll be 8 o'clock in the morning, and I, it'll pop into my mind like, yeah, I kind of want some tacos. Mm-hmm. That'll be on my mind all mm-hmm. day until I actually get off work, go home, and get some tacos mm-hmm. for dinner or make some tacos. Mm-hmm. Where it's just So, yeah, it's like you said, when you got stuff around you, you do want to be careful because sometimes just seeing that sign, you'll be amazed where that pops back up in your mm-hmm. head at, mm-hmm. during a day or during a week <clears> at a different <throat> point in time where it just, it just out of nowhere. Case in point, before you even got here, we had a discussion about what? Kanye, East Cleveland. Oh yeah, we did. We had a hell, of, and it it put Ain't my body crazy? into like euphoria having mm-hmm. those conversations. We had a discussion about the game, Shaw basketball, football, all mm-hmm. the things we did growing up in East Cleveland. Ain't the that games, crazy though? All the game stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you never. I'm telling you, man, energy is is powerful, man. Mm-hmm. But I think I think learning about the attachment to that, right? Like mm-hmm. learning about what the attachment means. It can mean ri- rising. It can mean camaraderie. It doesn't have to. Like, it doesn't have to be defined in a negative way, right? right? Mm-hmm. Even if you right. exhibit it like yeah. it some fuck shit, it could actually be your power. It could be your power. What are you attached to? And what are you attached to it in it? And how have you manifested whatever that that skill or that mindset, how have you manifested that into your life? Mm-hmm. And maximize on that Yo, versus being attached real. to the space at that time. You know Be attached to the attachment. Even, that's real. I wasn't even in this mind frame when this boom started. <laughs> boom! <laughs> but for real, this is the thing, though. Like, boom! <laughs> that's real. No I'm kidding. Because <laughs> you know what truth be told, when we was talking, like I said, and, and I mentioned the signs, mm-hmm. whenever I see East Cleveland, I think of pride. It's euphoric. Mm-hmm. It's, but I, I, I think but you uh, want to know why? You know what I'm saying? Real quick, you want to know why? Because she said, because like, for for me, and I know for a lot of us, you mm-hmm. know, when I say this, I'm speaking for a lot of people I know I am, uh, because with our shared experiences, if I took time, if, if if I wasted my time focusing on the things that were lingering over my head, the, the things that were outside of my door, the things that were down the street, around the corner, I would go crazy. Mm-hmm. So we spent so much time focusing on any bounce and 
playing Madden and spades and the stuff we do mm-hmm. with our friends and pulling mm-hmm. the hoop out to the edge of the driveway mm-hmm. and hooping. So it's like you train yourself not to think about the hot sauce boys on the corner. You train yourself not to even – you like mm-hmm. stuffing into this part that's so deep away that you can enjoy playing Madden with your boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You should – technically, you shouldn't be that comfortable – Knowing the dope boys is two doors down. It's, you shouldn't be that comfortable. It goes back to the point of us when we've had these conversations around stuff like that. Uh, it's just uh, the stuff that we had to make seem natural just to live with. Yeah. That you look back on it now as an adult, as a full grown adult, just be like, no, this shit is not natural. Mm-hmm. It wasn't natural. It wasn't, what were you talking about right before she got here? We were talking about the gang stuff. It wasn't natural that we knew to just, yeah, we're not walking down this part of Shaw. <laughs> like, we just know not to go that way. You should be able to walk down that damn street. But for us to just normalize everything, we, mm-hmm. which is normal. All right, we just not. But, it's not natural though. But you know what you said was crazy. He was talking. He was talking about a situation where he was about to leave out the East Cleveland Library. And oh, it was yeah. a pack of dudes outside the library. But you know what he did? <laughs> Went back in and read some more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's it's crazy. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to think about the pack of dudes outside. Mm-hmm. But it then in turn forced you to go back inside and read more, mm-hmm. which is actually so it, it like the, it has you a go way. Look them up. Yeah, you should go and, and look at the jail and find them. Find they ass. It's like, thank you for giving me another book to read. Mm-hmm. That's why I read. So it reinforces. My it reinforces <laughs> stuff that it shouldn't reinforce. It's weird, yo. I yeah, mean, but I think I might need to trans- zoom. We might need. Uh, I might need to zoom. We'll All right, can't yeah. chat me. Um, one last can't thing. One last thing before we move on from that. Um, Transparency Talk Tuesdays. What is that about? Yes. Oh, you coming through? <laughs> like, yo, I didn't know it was an interview. I thought it was a, thought it was a conversation. We gonna get into it. Gee, hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Transparency Talk Tuesday started with just quarantining with me, right? Like quarantine mm-hmm. with the perspective liaison. We gonna do it on Tuesdays because, in fact, that was just the only day I had available, right? <laughs> like it wasn't even. It was just that was the day I can be in that space, and um, I wanted to quarantine with people. Then I was like, no, this is about being transparent. I don't need to limit it to Corona. That's me being limited by the pandemic. I just want people to be transparent, mm-hmm. like and. Just once a week, let's do it. So I started thinking about who I want to hear from. Who are people who are influential? Who are the underdogs, too? Who are the like-minded that really kind of pushes limitations a little bit on their page or what they post? Where is this little bit of enlightenment or the influence? And I said, I'm going to sit with them, right? I'm going to sit with the thought of this list and whatever I want to know about them that I think is not clear in their platform, I want that. I want them to be naked about that. I want them to be transparent about that in order to normalize that you can grow and you can evolve. Even if you're real, even if you're transparent, and let's make the trend about being transparent and influential and kind of erase that trend of being trendy mm. and p- opaque as fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean Um, so and that's not because any of the people were that it's not that it's just like let's normalize it Mm -hmm. people no matter where they're at have real thoughts that are heavy that are of depth that get them naked that make them vulnerable because that's who we are as a people that's not just oh the counselor Stephanie everybody naked at the end of the night you know what I mean so let's just let's do it on live okay all right, so. Damn, I'm going to be a better damn today. 
Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you, you uh, um, it's hard. Devin to did stuff. not expect me to be this deep, huh? Yeah, he but I was a little unlimited. No, 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 no. No, I knew you were, but you, you that was that was in, in DMST. You, 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 um, you just said some things. I just let it slide. You know what I'm saying? It's not a big, it's not a big deal. You just, what I say? You said at the end of the night. Everybody is naked and let's do it online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I let it slide. I let it slide. I swear I, I swear I was thinking it, but I wouldn't go say it. Really? <laughs> I mean Y'all already got me in trouble today, so I wasn't saying nothing. He wow, he wow, y'all. But you know, you gotta bring the light to the heavy. Fine. Fine. I just let it ride. I just let it ride. You know what I mean? I treat you like one of the homies. I should have poured my cognac a little heavier than <laughs> like, your boy over here. Stuff Can we like, talk about that real quick? What's that? Can we talk Come about how we, we about to start having yo, fun now. They tried. They they really were honoring my feminine energy, right? Like a stereotype of me, and was trying to offer the coke and the ice and all that. A cola. Coca Cola. A cola. Coca Cola. Please put the please put the Coca-Cola on there. You, that's, that's the name of the episode. Yeah, no, the Coca-Cola. No the Coca-Cola. <laughs> Jesus. Clear all of that. <laughs> yo, yo. No, really. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, ain't no lie. Out the room. <laughs> Being done in here. Coca-Cola. Right. Oh, that's funny. Coca-Cola. Fine. That's where I'm gonna leave it at. And but I, we you, you can't put that Coca Cola. But you know that Coca Cola. But you know what? Not in every, the cognac. <laughs> no. Nope. I mean, you probably for all of those watching, no Coca Cola yeah. in the cognac. But mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of a lot of Go women mm-hmm. prefer some sort of um, you know, either something Coca-Cola. in their drink, yeah, something in the drink or a chase or something like that. I would ask, but yeah. don't don't function with me from your assumption of me. I apologize. Yeah, she checked us. All right, she checked us. All right. Real. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what's on the agenda today, y'all? We got a lot. You want to get you want to get heavy right off the bat? What you want to do? Nah. Oh well, well. It ain't really heavy, what? man. All right. So, a lot of people. Let's do it. Let's just dive into it. Hopefully, you can help. Oh, we, we said we would talk about it for a sec, but we want to do our own research. Yeah, let's do our own research. I, I've done a little. I want to talk about the little bit of research I've done. What I realized in talking to y'all is that I don't think I've done enough. And I don't want to be one of those people who re- read a couple articles, watch a couple videos, and be like, hey, I'm, a, I'm an expert. <laughs> Let's have a whole hour and 20 minutes on anti-Semitism. But I had, the thing is, I had no idea what the hell anti-Semitism was. I didn't even know what defined anti-Semitic statements. It was all new to me. You know what I mean? I did know that Deshaun Jackson should not put up a quote from, from Hitler. Hitler. I know yeah, that was that so was Deshaun stupid. Jackson, a football player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Right? Philly right now. He yeah. put up something on his Instagram story. It was it was, it was a quote from him. It, it, it was supposed to be from I think they said it was not from him, but it was attributed to him. But either way, yeah. you don't want to connect yourself to anything Hitler related usually. But then the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah obviously. Obviously. <laughs> but then they kind of sat down. Well, he had sat down with P- Professor Griff from, from Public Enemy a while. This was a long time ago. This might have been like eight, nine months ago when he actually did it. But people oh. just dug up the damn interview. Because wow, everybody got time now. That. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. got time now. So oh, I thought it was recently too. Nope. The interview was a while ago. Wow. Yeah. So he said, you know, and the crazy thing, and this is the messed up part about not knowing nothing about anti Semitism. 
and I hope, but a, a lot of times, especially with black people in America, they don't give a fuck to dig into why we are the way we are. But, but I don't want to get into that mm-hmm. right now. But we grew up, you grew up in those neighborhoods where you have those black Israelites and people on the corner mm-hmm. with the with the African colors and passing out flyers at the Superior Plaza. I now realize, I guess, those are anti-Semitic things they was passing out. We the original people. We the original Hebrews and all the, 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 the Jewish people control the banks and don't let like I guess all that stuff is anti-Semitic and I had no idea. And I guess those things were used against the Jews in the Holocaust. Am I? Am I, I from what I've from what I've been able to put together, I'm like you. I gotta I gotta do more research. But uh, I think that's what there's like that that type of attitude that's been that people have used is what they say Hitler used to kind of spur kind of that 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 hate on or whatever between and like right you know get that in, in in the people. So I'm not sure without without being able to do a little bit more research on it. Um, but I know that the conversation we were having pre-show we were talking yeah. about just what it is and I mean I is it any different than racism to me? Yeah, it's, it's, it's to me it's. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. No, it, it, it's, it's distinctly different. One, the one main thing with racism, I've always had um, um, issues with, with other groups of people and their and their definitions and interpretations of, of racism, especially when we express our views on it, mm-hmm. black people, is that we still live here. We right. still occupy this land that we were enslaved on. It's a huge difference. You have a lot of people in this country who their, their their ancestors their their lineage is rooted in some sort of slavery or you know um, Holocaust type stuff you know with, with with Jewish people but we still live here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to at some point in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, maybe I'll put on a plane, but I'm going to drive through Georgia to drop my daughter back off past some of the same plantations where our family members were enslaved. Yeah, that's a I gotta get gas. Sta- I gotta get gas at a gas station around the corner from a damn plantation, brother. I don't think they yeah. understand that shit. It's yeah. a, we dealing with a different animal. Yeah. That's the only thing that, to me, separates racism. One of the main things that separates racism from this whole topic, especially when we talking about black people in the Jewish experience. In my understanding, now I don't know everything yet. Please don't kill me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't really, you know, kill me. I don't give a fuck. But um, but yeah, we still live. At, on the land where we were enslaved on. But I was watching a video from um, Al Jazeera, this dude, his name was Barry Trackenberg or whatever, director of jury studies at Wake Forest. And this is what he said at the end, right? It was a a video about um, uh, anti-Semitism in America and, and, and people needing to come together to stop. So cool, all right. I was just learning a little bit. And this is what he said, I quoted it at the end. He said, he was talking about Jewish people. He said, are we going to reassert ourselves within our place in white society and align ourselves with the state, with authority, or are we going to see that our fates are linked to that of other oppressed peoples in this country? Mm-hmm. To me, that is mm-hmm. the clear-cut difference between racism and whatever we're dealing with right now with the Jewish experience. I think, I'm not trying to compare the two, Right, but this man here, Barry Trackenberg, has the option to either go ahead and fit in with the crowd over here, mm-hmm. or fit in with the crowd over here. We don't have that option. I wake up as a black man in America every day, and I don't have any other option. 
I can't sit back and be like, well, maybe I can just, you know, go with the white folks and they can make me, you know, maybe I can be one of them. I mean, the oppressed cannot oppress. Mm -hmm. The oppressed, those who are oppressed don't have the capacity to effectively oppress someone else. Mm -hmm. So to say a black person Mm -hmm. can be anti-Jew is very strange yeah. because then that means there's a level of power and organization power within yeah. our community <laughs> that can actually do that. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck that at? Yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> the make, call me, it, text me, because because where's that power and organization at? Yeah. It's that that's not even what it's a uh, ploy. It is a distraction. It is a ploy to um, make sure that any ally that the black person may acquire Mm -hmm. through history of commonality and peace, Mm -hmm. any power that we can acquire Mm -hmm. does not happen. Mm -hmm. That's why all the labeling occurred on um, that episode Mm -hmm. that Nick Cannon had Mm -hmm. to dismantle. And what exactly did he say? That, that we I are screenshotted, nothing. But yeah, nothing really. It, like when I, I, I can't even remember what it was when I read it. I was just like, oh, that's it. Because I had original Hebrews, Jewish people run the bank. But but again, we're saying facts. We're, we're saying we're we're saying that we're ignorant about it in the, in the sense that we ain't read up enough on it. Y'all so somebody can call us on it if y'all if they can. And this is the thing. Y'all gotta watch. I watched it. Okay. And it's an hour and a half. Is it really? I'm gonna yes. have to check it out. I, and I screenshotted it. Definition of anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. Hostility mm-hmm. toward or discrimination against Jews as a religious, ethnic, or racial group. There was no hostility. That's what I'm saying. In that yeah. interview. So what it was, what the interview was about, it was about kind of understanding the original man. That That's what it was about, the mm-hmm. original man and the belief in the chosen people and the original Israelite. And it then walked through the history of how the organization of the non-melanated people Mm -hmm. um, started to try to Mm -hmm. conquer all parts of the world where Mm -hmm. there were blacks spread. Mm -hmm. And that's all it's saying, hey, we're of you. We're the same. It's all love. It's all peace. Mm -hmm. Let's join. You know what I mean? Let's not be blinded by this. And, you know, don't don't leave us out claiming that we're something different than you. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it was about. And I feel like it went out of, I mean, it went way out of pocket in Mm -hmm. order to discredit what they were actually trying to awake in the history of the black Mm -hmm. uh, person, the melanated person. It was not anti anything. It was just informing. It was just informing. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest? I, I am a fan of Corey Holcomb, a huge fan and other people of that ilk. This is. This, I'm gonna tell you what really happened. I t- I promised to you, Steph. I was gonna try to keep my cool. I'm not. I apologize. What happened was they thought Nick Cannon was one of the safe ones. Yeah. They thought he was a safe Negro. You know, they, they thought he was a safe nigga. That's, that's what they thought he was. They thought he was a clown. They thought he was a clown. They thought they could manipulate him. They thought he was corny enough. He has. And, and I, I watched a lot of I don't watch the whole interview. I watched a lot of the interview. He didn't say it. If you've ever watched one half of an episode of the Corey Holcomb 5150 show, it Corey Holcomb is on Mars with his rhetoric compared to what right. to what 
Nick Cannon said, the problem is Nick Cannon is the host of The Masked Singer. They thought he was a yellow polo wearing ass nigga. That was the difference. The difference is when they think they got one. When they think they didn't cast they love shit out there and reel one in. Mm -hmm. One of the nice ones. Mm -hmm. Well, is is it that too and the fact that he has more corporations behind him? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, the mass singer. Because you can still get your bread. You don't have to. You don't have to get it the way Nick Cannon gets. There's nothing wrong with him getting it the way he get it. No. But you don't have to get it that way. And if you get it that way, you got a shucking jive. And they thought they had a shucking jive, man. They thought they had. They thought one. they thought they had a Terry Crews. Oh, we got. I'm gonna get to him in a second. Soft shoes. Because I'm, I'm about to put a. Let me be quiet. I'm about no, no, fact, let's go. I mean, like we can go. I mean, it's he. Because I'm over Terry Crews. He. I'm over. I'm really am over all his shit too. Um, I, I just. How much pandering can you do? And 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 where is it coming from with him? Are we going? We going to go to Terry Crews now? I mean, yeah, unless y'all got something else for Nick. No, I, that's enough I for Nick. Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You, you got no, go, go ahead. No, let's, and let's, she's let's, finished. Let's, let's, let's hold on to Terry Crews. Okay. Let's hold on to Terry Crews. Go ahead. No, no, no. Let's hold on to Terry Crews. No, no, no. Let's go. No, no, no. Because uh, it's a few more with, with, with Nick. One last thing with this. Well, not last thing, but to, to kind of switch the Nick the Nick Cannon situation to a different different situation. Um, I and watching the video. I was watching a video from Al Jazeera, and they was talking about. Some of the ills. Oh my God. I'm, all right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. Just so the Holocaust speak. happened 1941, 1945, right? Excuse the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Black people in America had other shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. We really not. Unfortunately, I don't know what the fuck y'all expect from us. <laughs> my mom and them wasn't really focused on what the fuck y'all had going on in Germany. Mm. No. Niggas was getting beat, bruised, and burnt for drinking out of a fucking water fountain yeah. here, mm-hmm. down the street, bro. Like we, you know what I mean? Like this concept that somehow a wide receiver for the Eagles should know what the fuck was going on to some people back in 1945, when y'all don't give a fuck about the people who live next door to you and what's going on with them in 1945. Like we, let alone today. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Or in 2020. Um, and, yeah. and it was a story this dude Leo Frank in 1915 whatever he got lynched in Marietta he was a Jewish dude uh, uh, my, uh, migrated what you call that shit integrated what you call it when you come from another country immigrate he immigrated he immigrated from another country migrate is for birds I believe but for birds well you know what he, he, he flew up he flew up like a dove when they got finished anyway hey, he, uh, he, there there are there lost lost <laughs> <a> factory right <laughs> I'm sorry for their loss. I'm sorry for the Frank's family's loss. But he owned a pencil factory in Marietta or whatever. I guess some 13-year-old girl who worked there got murdered. They blamed it on him. He went to jail. White nationalists broke into jail, pulled him out, and lynched him and hung him. They didn't break into the jail. They let them. Exactly. They let them in the jail. When is the last time you heard somebody break into a jail? I had to. And they Nobody was, can break into a jail. Listen, and they had the somber music and shit. And I'm sorry. I'm a black man in America. My ability to cry for you went out the window when you said the nigga owned a pencil factory in 1915. You Who were you pen- selling those pistols to? Pencil, no. Pencil? Number two. Oh, I you said oh. pistols. I'm like, Number I two, said yellow pencil. joints. I've been cause... going back and forth because one time I was like, oh, pistol. All right. Next time you say pencil, I'm like, you got it right. Pencil. P-E-N-C-I-L. I was pencil. going back Maybe and forth. I said pencil. Niggas in Cleveland would understand yeah. that. Pencil. That's how my grandma used to say a pencil. Pencil. Yeah, yeah now we got it. <laughs> But no, like you said. But he owned that the shit. The fact though. he owned wow. the factory, I'm lo- okay. He got hung. You know how many of my of people? You know how many black people in America that got hung from trees? What? It, 
Do y'all want sympathy for my? It seems it seemed as if in some of these stories, man, this is fucked up to say. It feels like they was pandering. Really? Like talking to me about trying to relate to a situation by talking about one guy in 1915 that got hung from a tree. Mm-hmm. So you mean he was allowed to, he owned some shit, he was allowed to get arrested and did two years in prison before he got mm-hmm. quote unquote broke out? I wish black people in America got a chance to make it to jail. Mm-hmm. And Hell, I think that people think that's even, they ain't even making it to jail, but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, <laughs> no, it, and that's okay. I think it honestly is like we we expect more from you black boy. You know what I mean? That's how it feels. It's like, we expect more for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you respect. And it's not about disrespect. It's about prioritizing, right? Mm-hmm. So you prioritize your house. You learn about your house. Mm-hmm. You learn, then you learn about your block. Yeah. Then you learn about your neighborhood, right? Then mm-hmm. you expand. But at the end of the day, to say that someone at risk shouldn't prioritize their house when it is on fire, when it is in fact on fire, that you should walk through the Flames as a flamed man and give me your last drop of water. Like, are you serious? Fuck you. Thank you very much. Fuck you. I'm putting my house out. And then if I got some extra water, I'll spray mm-hmm. your shit too. Because yeah. it's not about yeah. hating, but I'm on fire. Mm-hmm. So everybody calm down and, and prioritize and still on fire and function through fire while trying to access a part of me that's going to help me get out that they are attacking the most mm. get out of here it's mm. time to rebuild and sustain the end it's just it, the pandering if, I wish I would forward some of, some of these videos and they just got the music going and it's just like I get it I know oh. I'm sorry. The Holocaust is horrible, but and it was, and it's. But why is it? Why is it apples and oranges yeah, right now? Yeah. Like, do you really like? It's not apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we the all the oranges are spoiled. Mm-hmm. We are. We need to figure it out. Yep. Right. Like, we need to figure that out. Just as you figured your stuff out, mm-hmm. and you have a collection and an organization of money and foundations that empower the entire world, you figured out a system. Congratulations. We're trying to figure out our systems <laughs> and our operations, mm-hmm. and then we can partner. But we cannot wipe a table off that we don't have a seat at. Mm-hmm. We're gonna build the table next to you, mm-hmm. and then we can have dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For that fact, we already built the table they're sitting at. Mm. Now we gotta build. Boom! Our own. Now we gotta build. Now we gotta build our own. That's oh, okay. Oh my lord! You know what? Because at, be, listen, at the end of the day, if you built the table someone else sits at, yeah. what you gonna do for your own That's table? That's real. That's real. What you gonna do for your own table? I think mm. it's all fear when it comes to dealing with us black people. It's yes! fear. It's just all fear. Yes! That's what it all boils down to. Mm. Think about it. Think about people that hate on other people in life. Just on anything. They don't think it's they a, can pass them. Exactly. It's a fear. Mm-hmm. You see what's great. So you got to do whatever you can do to make sure that don't, they don't go no further than what it is. But that's because you're functioning from your own yeah. destructive <clears throat> pattern or thinking um, and when it comes to conquering, conquering the power. We're, we don't need to conquer, right? right? Like our goal is not to conquer, but if you function from that place that you're an attacker, you're a conquer, and you think you sort things out through war, right? Mm-hmm. Through attacking, then you're also going to think that someone's going to handle you that way. Yep. We're, we're not here to conquer. We're just here to rise and to live. We don't want your shit. Listen. We don't want to take over your shit. We but always you, but, on some cool shit. Like you, we just yeah. cool. But, we just cool, right? Know, but, 
I but told a dude before, I'm like, like if you just but knew we, how cool I was, <laughs> I'm like, my brother, he white dude. I'm like, my brother, I'm like, you don't even understand, bro. If you was to go out here in these streets, just on some street shit, and somebody was trying to get at you, I have your back. Mm. Haven't we shown I got it you. enough? That we've, we've shown it. But this the thing, you know what I'm saying? This the thing, though, man. Let's do this shit. But they don't okay. understand it. So, they don't get it. Uh-oh. Y'all know how double people that be. Beer. Uh, yeah. You know, them, them hey, thoughts Dan, come out hey, that beer. Like. Hit, me, hit me one time, Dan. <laughs> hit me one time. There uh, we I'm go. <laughs> Whenever I can sit up in the chair. So you know I'm a big Bill Burr fan, right? I'm a huge Bill Burr fan. I don't know if you're yeah. a fan of Bill Burr, but if, if not, you should give it. Bill Burr, Corey Holcomb, okay. that changed your life. But anyway, Bill Burr, was t- he had this Hitler joke, because Bill Burr can do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He's the greatest comedian ever. But he was saying how, how Hitler used to be talking about how they were the superior athlete, and then, you know they came over here and got their ass whooped by Jesse Owens and them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was 19, like, "Nineteen Olympics, yeah. right?" And he was like, "People were sitting back in America, like I think we already did that by mistake, creating the ultimate athlete." You know what I'm saying? By like slavery and shit yeah. like that. Like we kind of already did that. And I think honestly, that is the biggest fear. That is one of the driving forces behind the fear that America as a whole has against in particular black men Mm -hmm. is because they have created this being that you talk, we're talking about fighting through the fire and coming through there. It's almost the black man and the black woman, but the black man has been forged by fire. Like you are dealing with the closest thing to like a superhuman, an educated black male from the inner city is the closest thing you will ever get to them damn Marvel characters. Yeah. This nigga will function. But in they didn't any, create that. They, they, didn't, they didn't create they it. Didn't create they it. didn't create it, but they see the creation happening. Yes. And they're like, if the we give yeah. these dudes power, yeah. if they gain power, there's no stopping them. No. Black people is like, you brought up Marvel. Black people are like uh, Captain America. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you follow Marvel, he know. wasn't who he was. He was created. Not saying we create. This is us born and, and bred. But we we were created but, through systematic, yeah. You know, systematic, systematically we were. You know, they, where they would buck the different yeah. slaves yes, and and, absolutely. and, yeah. and, and, yeah. Cre- yeah. and pretty much flooding the hood. With, with, we were yeah, we were pushed to function mm-hmm. from our survival mm-hmm. ship, which right. is your highest level of functioning, mm-hmm. where you actually go into a different state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where you your adrenaline is pumping, right? Like that's your actual nervous system shifts and functions at its highest survival state when put at risk hmm. so they brought that is what they did they didn't they didn't create us we are born this way but they forced us to function from our highest level of self in order to survive for your life so that 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 makes your nervous system function that that your hypervigilance mm-hmm. is function the way your body muscles up how you digest food it all changes and makes you the power so all you did was put us in a state of survivalship but you think that we're trying to conquer that that's the mm, thing about yeah. it like you're fearful because you think we're trying to conquer but we're trying to survive and now we're trying to get out of a state of survival mm-hmm. to chill mm-hmm. to just we're chill just to chill. relax i just want to play space right <laughs> I just want everybody to be at peace and respected and chill and be able to move how I move, think how I think, get this money how I get this money and mm-hmm. raise more black children in lineage and sit at the table right the next truth. to you and negotiate. Tell the truth. She said all that in one breath, my nigga. She did. That was busy bone. Bars. Right <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot of words in one bar right there. You gotta drop that beat for me, David. Oh, man. Okay, we could transition a bit. I'm sorry. That we, might be the yak, though. That might be yeah, the it yak. It might be. It got right? me for a second, too. No, that yak. That little baby <laughs> shot. 
Coke. A cola. A cola. You might have named the C O K E. A cola. No, I already put it in there. I mean, do we really want to transition? Transition. You know, let's go take. Let's do this Terry Crews thing. I was asking y'all, like, like. What is he pandering for? Can I can I go in? Can I go in right now? Because he's on he's on the list. I'm gonna pull him up. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let y'all see before I start talking, people. We I have a thing in here. This is what he's on. Okay, y'all probably can't even really see it because y'all be everybody can be wearing glasses. Fun porn. Yeah, hub. I'm squinting like a mother. So Terry cute Terry Crews. This past week has gone on a campaign. And he put out the hashtag defund Pornhub. Now you took it too far, brother. You took it too far. You're not gonna come for the hub. You're not gonna come for the hub. You can come for a lot of things. Yeah, bro. You're not gonna come for the hub, Terry Crews. You have gone. What does he what have? What was his backing? What was? Yeah, he, yeah. he used to. He I used can't. to have a sex addiction. Yeah. Just because you couldn't control your rubouts. Don't try to, don't hate. Oh, they didn't really went uncut. They <laughs> didn't went uncut. They forgot. They said she don't need no coke. She can't get no sensor either. I Shit. apologize. The rubout? Damn. Yeah. You went real. He said he, he said he used to, you know, five, six, seven times a day. That's not like a personal problem to me, brother. That's an absolute Very problem. personal problem. You're not about six to Six or seven times a day. Damn. A day. I can six see five. No, six, six or seven. No, yeah, six or seven times a day. Mm. You said you can see five. <laughs> <laughs> that would pass your heads. Really. <laughs> I just, I'm not. No, I'm, not I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you can't come for the hub. I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm with Dev on that one. You can't come for the hub. But, um, yeah, but that, that's what he on now. He on defund. I, I think that's him. He got it. Maybe I'm hoping he's doing something where he's just trying to. Change the narrative around him a little bit, where or he just completely he maybe he losing his mind too. We already saw Kanye talking today, and we saw he was losing his mind. So. Well, it's just trying to dismantle the mission, right? Like mm -hmm. you dismantle something and you attack it and you you invalidate it by creating clones of it that are not as impactful. So if we can fo stop focusing on defund the police and make it about Pornhub, mm. you know, it's like, look at what everyone's doing. They're trying to defund everybody. Look how invalid this is. Clown. Terry Crews. Clown. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I thought he was a clown when he was like ticking and shit. Anyway, hey, when he was first, I like I like the robot baby back bitch. It was something always a little hey. off about his role in, in what was that Friday after next? Yeah, yeah, or uh, we white it? chicks. Yeah. Oh, come on, white chicks. Make my way downtown. I was like, rolling white chicks. White chicks. Yeah, that's when he really. It's um. It's bothersome when you see people who have a career mm -hmm. that's based almost solely on the fact that a lot of black people have supported them or what they have done to then all of a sudden start being like pointing the finger at black people as, and trying to make it seem like something's wrong with what they're doing. Like mm -hmm. you've gotten to where you are off the bats of black people. Like yeah. all of your roles. Like I said, I didn't even thought about white chits in a while. But wasn't that Sean? Did Sean Lamar and them write that movie? Mm -hmm. I so I mean, so. that's that's written by black people. Friday After Night's mm -hmm. written by black people on that uh, on the uh, on the Chris Rock show. That's written by a black person. It's just like or or it's their concept. So people that have supported mm -hmm. you, the people that have gotten you to where you are, now you can't find it in yourself to see yeah. or support their issues. It's almost like you're, it's it's 
the like you said with the Nick Cannon thing earlier. It's like they he feels like he well he is that one. He is mm-hmm. the one that will pander. He will when the Gabrielle Union stuff came. Well, the thing came out with him about somebody grabbing on him, and Gabrielle Union was one of the first ones to defend him. And then all of a sudden, when she had her issue, he was one of the first ones to sit there and say, "Well, I know I've never had a problem with these people." He's a panderer. I just I don't know where that comes from with people. Really? You think you think who is it? Nick He's Cannon? a panderer. Oh. Uh, no, not Nick. Oh, uh, Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't I don't know where that comes from. I, I don't know how people are built that way. Black Damn and white, no shades of gray. This mm-hmm. is just some real shit. Y'all remember the uh, movie Roots? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Niggas, slaves wasn't caught just by white people. Yeah. It was caught by niggas, too. Yeah. Listen. No, true. It was the, oh, so my the God. Day, I'm watching it on this Hulu. Is, this is real. It ain't just it ain't just the man, quote, unquote. They got individuals. It's the working. sleep. Yeah. What is sleep his man. Name? It's the man in a sunken place, too. Yeah. It's also of danger. But you, we still got to wake them. We just got to isolate them and wake them up. Hmm. Like, Can you like wake just, up, Terry Crews? But, but they got to be isolated, mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Because, But at the end of the day, it might not even be him. It could honestly be his manager. It could, Yes, these, these films were written, but written by blacks, but who are they directed by? Who are the executive producers? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like, true. how did they get on certain networks or, you know, how did they get... Um, advertised, and so I think you know. At the end of the day, we're conditioned by the popular demand, the money, and so you either can take that and you can use it mm-hmm. and channel it into your wokeness, or you can overdose on that shit and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And Terry Crews might be sleep. It's a lot of sleepy folks out here that that got up there and went to sleep on our backs. Yeah, ain't nobody sleepier than somebody who just. Got off the hub, so you're not canceling. <laughs> you know we are not defunding the hub. I'm letting you know that right now. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go sit in. The I'm gonna go sit at the damn. I'm gonna ex- in front of Ocasio Cortez on the big brown table and shit with the little skinny <laughs> microphone. I am here. <laughs> do anybody still watch X videos? We're not gonna do that. We, we'll talk about that later. We're we gonna, we gonna keep it. Ain't it a bruh? Ain't it a bruh table any other day? <laughs> we'll let it not be the bruh table today. Uh, I'm an ex in the XX kind of guy. Um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what we got next? Yeah. Yeah. Look, Devin getting nervous too. Like, I'm like, let me go ahead and switch it up. All right, um, y'all want to let's go ahead and lighten it up, I guess, mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, because I don't mean, I can't even tell how much time we got left. We were talking before the show, so um, I wanted to ask, what is something that y'all will always pay more for? Like what would you always pay extra for? Damn, and I, that's a hell of a and question. I, and I kind of, I kind of came up with this one because I saw the video of the girls fighting in Fort Lauderdale in the airport at the Spirit counter. Flights. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That's not one for me. And initially, I thought it was because. Initially, I thought I, I saw something online. I thought it was because it was the they got charged extra for a bag because they took it there or something like that. But it turns out from the news articles I read, it seems it was because of a delayed, a delayed flight. flight. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But if y'all haven't seen the video, search it. It's three, three unfortunately, black girls, all in their early 20s, that got arrested for um, beating up spirit employees at the gate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. But it got me... a bad experience on, with spirit. Yeah, I mean, but see, that, that's what got me to think. I'm like, I'm, the I'm, damn turbulence. I'm yeah. like, I, that's what got me to think. And what, what would y'all always pay extra for? Uh, I don't know if it's for comfort or whatever. Like, what would you always be like? Mm. You know what? This one thing I'll pay a little extra for. Because for me, a lot of times, I might, I might have a couple things. For me, cheap. one thing is, <laughs> for, for me, one thing is a hotel room. 
I'll always pay a little bit more for a hotel room, more times than not. More times than not. Can I be honest with you? Can I be honest with you right now, brother? Um, I think I'm a, the question, what question is, Do you? what kind of mentality? You know what? What Here kind of go. mentality do you have? Because mm-hmm. for me, I'm the kind of nigga that'll buy the vanilla wafers for a dollar be like, these taste like the regular vanilla wafers. Like that. well, that's me. My I, mentality is, if I can get it close enough to the shit oh, and I got to pay a dollar as opposed to three twenty nine. I'm going to eat the dollar one, cuz. I mean, look, I feel you on that one. I've been called bougie before, though. I know. Check the corners, <laughs> check the corners of the bed. Any bed bugs? I can no, sleep man. here. Oh, Devin, what the fuck? Com- comfort for me, man. You're shaking your head like, yes, in agreement. All right, so. Uh, There's just, no just, bed bugs in the bed. You're good to go. Just, just, just a couple from the, from the feed so far as, as we get back into this. A couple from the feed. Uh, Leah said, good customer service, comfort, and cleanliness. Will, what up, Pooh? He said uh, he'll pay more for a hotel room. No, so. Mm. Anything well, we'll Y'all ain't got nothing That y'all would pay A little bit more for Some Like whatever's more convenient I'll pay for something That's more convenient That's gonna take Less of my time See but I don't Less of my time I'm one of those people That don't mind Going to the store And standing in line <laughs> I ignore the lady behind me Who complains about How long uh, the she, line that, is. The I lady in the line lines. That irritates me I hate lines I hate lines I pay the cut I, I'm the one to see the point Like listen <laughs> I now pay that like I the, pay express, for. the express, the, the express, the express fast. Thing. Listen, that was the best thing I ever heard of. I be walking past and motherfuckers like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you pay your extra little money. I'm gonna wait <laughs> and actually get on the front cart. Actually, I'll pay for experience. I'll pay more for experience, convenience. Don't waste my time. I know what I, I pay it. for. I'll I pay for it. time. Here you I... go. <laughs> Come on. No. Pay her to leave. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I wish this didn't. I wish this didn't wow. I wish this definitely not if I hit it. Hey, I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> they say that's what the payment is for. You know what I'm saying? It's not for services for No. But we're going to speed fast. Hey, listen. We'll speed fast that ju- one. Listen. The thoughts expressed by myself. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been, been the most. Real shit. Yeah. I'm, no, yeah. not real. No, no. Kind of wheel me in. That was real, wasn't it, Dan? Guys, he want that. He want that confirmation. You know what I pay for? You know, you know what I'm funny. saying, Dan? Yeah. You feel me? My brother. I know you feel me. <laughs> when a nigga hit you with a, I know you feel me. You know what I'm wow, saying? it's targeted for y'all. He said that for y'all. He said, well, me and Devin would pay more for. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's what he said. Just on the on the back end. That's like them sitcoms. They turn around and everybody gone. Like, where'd Dev go? Dev First left. and foremost, I am absolutely joking. Okay. All right. Y'all should feel the vibrations going back and forth for me. It's like, she was I- like, what the? <laughs> All right, listen. I'll pay extra. I'll pay more for sauce. Like ranch. Oh, a pizza yeah, dipping sauce. Yeah. I hate it, it but, yeah. I, but I kind of do it too. But that's I hate about it. it. But that's a damn quarter at the Touch of Italy. 55. 55 at, at Marco's. 55 cents for some pizza sauce. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything. I just hate that shit. Like, is this little pack of sauce really setting your ass back? I mean, are y'all on the brink of foreclosure? You know what? Shout out to Marco's. <laughs> shout out to Marco's. They'll ask you if you need anything. And this is it's a couple people there. I'm like, yeah, let me get a pizza sauce. They'll just slide it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they're my niggas. And the only thing we exchanged was 55 cents. <laughs> but I feel like that 55 cent meant more. It was a symbol of like, what you just said. You know what? Somebody said it in the feed, I think. I think actually Leah said it. Mm-hmm. Uh comfort. 
I'll pay for the comfort. Mm-hmm. And that's that's for me, it's the hotel room. Like, I'll pay for, like you, like somebody was saying, like, you ain't got to worry about the bed bugs. Well, even though you can get bed bugs anywhere. You can get anywhere. You can get them anywhere. I just feel better in the nicer, better, more expensive room. Yeah. Personally. You know, so I'll, I'll pay for those things. Yeah. Yeah, comfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's about it, man. I can't think of anything I pay extra for. I'll pay extra for Besides that ranch, seats, huh? seats, seats, upgrade seats. Oh, yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah. Upgrade seats. That's comfort though. Convenience, that. comfort. Yeah, I'll upgrade seats. Yeah, I for better experience. Yeah, experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I will pay more for a better experience, whatever that entails. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Y'all realize y'all saying all the shit that I already said. Ain't, no, that, but, ain't that how it is when you are women? Hold on. It's like, let me actually fill it and get an example of my own. And I'm like, yeah, comfort experience time. But I'll give you a minute to catch up. But listen. Jeez, Devin, you was talking about ketchup and I'll, shit. Listen, Ranch. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I was, well, I know what I thought about it. I, you know, it's experience. But no, but experience, actually. Don't, don't write me off as a ranch nigga. It's the experience. <laughs> that ranch makes my experience of eating the wings better. You feel what I'm saying? Right. It's the nuance. Like, listen. All right. Listen. So I'm at the Browns, like my Brown season tickets, right? I pay extra because Did I y'all get- Did hear that? Brown season tickets. Because I get to sit under the awning. Okay. Now, I wouldn't pay Not the, in the sun. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, are they the most expensive seats in the stadium? No. But- you can still have some cheaper. Yeah, you can have some cheaper, but I would pay to make sure I'm sitting under an awning. Okay. Yeah. In the winter, if it might snow or rain. Yeah. But that, you know what I'm saying? But like, if I was just at a Cavs game, I don't give a. You can put me in Loudville or on the floor. It don't matter. It depends on the thing, and then it depends. Yeah, I on think the I'd rather be on the floor though. I know you. Yeah. You might, but I don't care. I mean, I care I, though. I care. I, be <laughs> I care too. But I you know, I, I, I get big, what you said. Them big feet. Yeah, I, around. <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I, I get it though. There's times I've been at a game. I just like I just want to be there. there. I, I mean, be you the know, yeah. it's like Brian came back. I mean, I, I went to like those three or the four opening nights. Mm-hmm. You know, the ring night and all that stuff, whatever. And at a certain point, I just want to be there. Yeah, you know, as yeah. opposed to okay, I need to pay at least this much so I can sit this close. No, I, the experience of being there was it for me. So it didn't matter. I could I could have been in the last row, but the experience of being able to say I was there the night he came back, I was there for ring night, stuff like that, it's a big trumps deal. it mm-hmm. for me. Hmm. But another thing I think I pay for is a flight. I'm sorry. I, I I look. I know I know you can hop spirit and get on and get down to Atlanta for twenty dollars round trip. Hold on, brother. What you trying to say about? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't, I'm not saying nothing against it because because because, because to be honest. Look, but I be on there. Why would? Why would? But that's what I'm about to say. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, if if you can do it though, why not? In a sense, like, why not? In a sense, but me, I just like four hundred dollars for a flight. But I don't want to pay that normal. much. See, I'm not going if it's that much. If I got to pay that much for something, crazy. women will. I have a four. Y'all like, pay, well, you know, it wouldn't be so bad to lay down and get a massage on the flight. and have champagne. I have a four hundred dollar credit for Spirit and have nowhere to go. Not right now. Not for you can go back and forth to Atlanta. Oh, you have to cancel again for next week. Flight. Yeah. Flight. You can go back and forth to Atlanta for the rest of your life. But the- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> she just got me. <laughs> <laughs> Where you going next year, nigga? Atlanta? I'm going to Atlanta for life, nigga. For life. On that 
want. But ain't never got to pay again. I sleep anywhere, right? That's what Leah said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for jumping in. Listen, that's the whole point of a hotel room, though. Name me a nigga that got flights for life, nigga. You do? I do. For $45. He did book the next three years on Spirit. I think I'm good. But I just, I like, to me, a hotel room is for sleeping. I get the room to go to sleep. You know, like, I don't even. And the, the room is the experience the too, though. Downstairs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the room is the experience too. Do you got it? You got the balcony. Is it a good view? Uh, All those type of. Funny. Yeah. I, what I are think we doing in hotels? Nigga, I, I, what I, don't you do in hotels? I was just texting and I asked it. This individual, I said, see, see, what will I pay? Hold on. Hold on. And this individual see. that see. I don't have to pay to leave, <laughs> but I pay to come. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> you said, you walked you text, right into that. I text Mazda. Oh, okay. you put it out there for the first time ever. Okay. And I was like, what, what will I pay for? Like, I mean, because she know me very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, hotel room. Seats on the airplane, and most of all, Hennessy. Hennessy. <laughs> this nigga will pay for top shelf liquor. Not liquor. That's what I will pay for. He will. He will get the he smaller Hennessy as opposed to getting the bigger. <laughs> he had his own. He had his own too. Yeah, I was like, well, I saw him pouring. I'm like, well, you see my MD was like, <laughs> 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 now I will pay for top shelf liquor. Yeah, yeah, I will pay for liquor. I will pay but for not it. at the yeah. club. No, 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 no. My own personal bottle. Yeah. yeah okay. And if I do go to the club, it'll be, it'll be a shot of top shelf liquor and then uh 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 Long Island iced tea. Because Long Island is gonna get you drunk, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter Ugh. what day of the week. And brain dead. No, I'm a big dude though. So one one Long Island mm. iced tea will get me right where I need to be for the whole night. It do it do get the majority of human beings. You know what I'm saying? A little sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got? All right. Um, I got to pee, actually. But, you know, I'm going to tell the Facebook fans. They they liquor you up, mm-hmm. get you some water. Oh, she, you, go, you go ahead. Oh, I am, but I don't want to miss shit because okay. I feel like Devin's ready to get crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we got me. May still have like 15 minutes. What so. we got? Let's go. What we got? Let's go. She's I mean, we just having fun with it. Uh, uh, but since we, since we was talking about different things and y'all talking about the I sauce and things. looking at my booty on Facebook. <laughs> uh, y'all talking about the sauce and things like that. Um, I saw the homie Ed. Y'all know the homie Ed. Uh, he posted something on Facebook uh, where he said, it, it was a question that said, would you rather have free tacos for life or free wings for life? Give me wings. And I was, and I was a, stumped for a answer, second, man. but I, I think for me, it was it just turned out to be wings. I love the fuck out of wings, but I love my tacos. Ain't even, ain't I even could contest. never, this, 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 this is, it's only one logic, well, let's disrespect with other people, but for Devin, there's only one logical answer to this, and it's wings. Yeah. Because you can switch the flavor of wings mm. forever. You would be technical with the answer, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, like, ain't, it ain't just normal wings all the time. Tacos, is on, you could probably go pork, chicken, beef, and I only really eat chicken. So I, it's only so many ways I can do chicken tacos. No, I, w- I would get tired after two weeks, maybe. I could do wings. No, I mean not not that you have to eat it every single day. It's like would you if you could have free of them, like the rest wings. of so you get them anytime you want to. If you could tell right, me you can wings. get wings wherever you want to. I think it would be wings. I think I'm gonna get wings on the way home. Think I can do <laughs> right. Can I call somebody to make that happen for real? Now I like tacos, but, but I love wings, man. Wings. I have conversations with wings. I mean, I love some tacos. Tacos but. are cheaper, Amber. You're right. Tacos are cheaper. But I yeah I don't I don't think it's like wings is one of those foods I don't think I could ever give up 
Um, I mean, even when a doctor tells you, hey, you need to cut back on these things, I'm going to probably still have to sneak a wing or two every so often. I think my grandmama did with cigarettes. <laughs> she wouldn't stop smoking. Listen, doc, tell me what you want to tell me, but I'm not stopping to eat wings, okay? I'm I mean, I ain't, gonna say, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna stop at all, but I'm I not, bake them. How about I bake wings? <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what's, what I'm telling you, just season them hoes up, put them in the air fryer. Oh, yeah, I do all the time. They are, the it's just like, bro, they good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like, it's better than baking them because I don't really like baked wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's because the skin is tougher or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like being grilled almost. Yeah. You know, it's just in, oh yeah, in the air fryer. Yeah, yeah. I, man, I had some other day. I that can't was, see I, the name, but somebody said, Lisa, what, what about, Lisa, wings, what about or wings or, or pizza? I'm gonna go with wings too because I only eat cheese pizza. I'm gonna go with pizza. I love fucking pizza. I'm gonna go with wings, man. Wings to me is at the top of the food chain. Wings is like uh, Dom Perignon. <laughs> I think between wings and rose. pizza, and I love me some damn pizza. I love pizza, man. I love me, some, but I still think I'm taking wings. Free Imagine, wings for life. Think about this. Think about this. Think about you. Think about you. Um, think about your love. Just think about your body. Think about like the feeling of euphoria. You own Marcos.com. You own PizzaHut.com, and you get you a cheese pizza. You get you a Loaded pizza for two dollars for twelve dollars. Then you get your loud ass all the way down the (laughs) hall. Marco's pizza. Listen, because they asked, What would we, what would we, uh, if you could have, what would you rather have free free for life, pizza or wings? Listen, I'm trying to give them a scenario. The tacos and wings. The first one was tacos and wings. It's wings. But listen, let's say you're on the site, you got your pizza, you got it together, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get a notification to pop up. Free order of eight wings with your or what would you 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 start getting up and you immediately start doing a running man you feel like you won something if they told you you got free wings with your pizza yeah if you want to go get some wings from Wingstop but it was like hey you want a pizza with it you'll be like I don't know yeah. you will never turn the wings down it's wings it's wings <laughs> you went to answer me and they was like hey you want some wings with your pizza hell yeah yeah not stopping <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? wings oh, I thought you just tried to talk down on Angela me I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I China. love fucking pizza though, man. I do. Uh, the wings though, but you don't want all that extra bread. That's anyway. true. Yeah, keto. You're gonna be full. Mm-hmm. Cauliflower pizza. Well, since we uh, we that's actually pretty good. It is. I had some chicken. It's pretty good. I take out word for it. Yeah, I, ain't <laughs> I ain't eating that. Um. So since we on some food though. Um, what's 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 a a meal that you will always eat, no matter how much money you have? Because you know how how we've had meals that we ate just because we was broke or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's a meal that no matter how much money you have, you'd be like, you know, I'm still gonna eat this. I'm still gonna fuck with this. Chicken fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> shit. When you feel like you always feel like either that or Jamaican food. You, I feel like to me, mm-hmm. I feel like you know that's payday food. Hmm. And it ain't no more, but I feel like that still. Got mine. Well, Mr. Hero. <laughs> I had some the other week. That shit made me sick. I love Roman burgers, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. You didn't pick wings or or, or, or tacos. Yeah, you showed it. I said wings. Oh, wings. Yeah, I was feeling it on the wings. Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, that I would always eat. A Polish boy. Mmm. I probably I probably would have like a fancy brunch with like trays of bougie ass <laughs> Polish boys. Guess what to take yeah. that Polish boy shit over the top. 
Yeah. Wings with sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And turn that okay. shit up. That's what I get when I go to the barbecue spot. I get a Polish boy, and I get then I get wings with sauce. Cause even I, I don't even mess with that. But if I go to a spot, I'm like, damn, I gotta get some Polish boy. Even if I don't go there for that, I'm like, oh, I gotta get a Polish boy. Fuck what I came here Just for. Just on GP. Listen. That's why people can't be from Cleveland. And I, I, I will look at somebody sideways that they from Cleveland. They never really had a Polish boy. Like I, you could tell me that mm-hmm. you don't really like it, and I, and I get it. You may not like coleslaw or something like that. I get it. But you can't be from here and be like, you know what? I ain't never had a Polish boy. That's like the corned beef sandwiches corn here, beef. too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you got to beat and had that before. You got to yeah. beat and experience Slimers before. Yeah. To me. Mm. But mm. real quick, we, we didn't get into this. I just want to talk about it real quick before we get up out of here. Okay. Uh, so this whole... Did we talk? Did we talk about transitioning back to school? No, nah, that was before? the first question I was going to leave with, but we it didn't it didn't feel right. Yeah, so we can okay. do it. because yeah. I I want to ask you know y'all as parents how y'all really feel about this shit is crazy, back. man. Mm-hmm. I, this is the messed up part about it though, because when you it's either because if you don't work from home, right, you don't really have an option. You know what I'm saying, like. You almost got to send your kid back to school. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it kind of depends on my job and what's going on. Because mm-hmm. if I got to go to work. The kids got to go to school. Mm-hmm. And like I said, unless my next door neighbor going to step up and be a, a, a gangster some of them days. You know what I'm saying? Like, other than that. Mm-hmm. I cannot see a world where we go back to school, man. I cannot see a world where we have meetings about going back to school on Zoom. <laughs> I told you. I told you. But we're trying to send kids back yeah. to I, brick and mortar. So it don't make sense. I man. told you. Um, um, Amber, I'm sorry, uh, not Amber, um, April shared a feed from Willoughby earlier this week mm-hmm. where they were, it was only two people in the room. The rest of it was Zoom or whatever. And, and it was some random person that, you know, in the feed that was just like, it's just sad that we got to do these video with these meetings on Zoom, but y'all sitting here telling us, yeah, we're going to send y'all kids back. Like, y'all not even in the same room with us. Like, yeah. why would I send my kid back to that? Like, that don't yeah. make any sense on any type of levels. Like I said, that was my, that was my question with y'all on, on what's y'all comfort level? Because we, what, in some districts, what, three weeks, four weeks away from kids having to be back in there? Like two, three weeks away. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm my baby boy staying home. At this time, I'm remote. I've been remote the mm. whole time. And so at the time in which I am remote and I'm asked to make a decision, mm. I'm going to make it based on the now. And mm. that means we are remote. Yeah. And you- Still, I'm just going to have to function it from that way and figure it out. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, like, if we really think about it, mm-hmm. if the remote status of everybody in school continues then we don't need these brick and borders all the time Uh then we don't need these taxes to be that high and then so now we messing with somebody's money Uh now we messing with somebody's money yep yeah count me out that's true Mm -hmm. it's this is the thing i honestly i don't think it's gonna matter like because i gotta make we gotta make a decision by tuesday Uh jesus but it's not. I don't. I cannot see a world where all this shit is going on. Where basketball players got to be in a damn bubble where people can't go in and out, and if they leave out, they got to be quarantined for ten days. Mm-hmm. Where nobody can go to any sporting events. Where you can't have more than fourteen people in a room or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't see a world where we go back to school. 
I can't see where we go back to brick and mortar. Something has to happen before school starts back up. I cannot, mm-hmm. because given the, the, the atmosphere at our last staff meeting, teachers are on the brink of like, all right, I'll oh, holler at y'all. Yeah. And that, that's going to be that's gonna be an issue. Teachers going to go on a strike. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers going to end up striking. I mean, so they have to kind of devise the plan and see who will buy in, and then it has to fail. Yeah. That, that's all it is. I think some of these plans are put out there in order to fail so mm-hmm. that they can go back to the table. Yeah. But they're going to try to do what they want to do the most, and then it can fail, and they reassess. Yeah. But I'm not, you're not about to pause my kids' education while you play fucking Russian yeah. roulette yep. with my child's mind. Yeah. <laughs> not, I, I, he's a black boy. Exactly. Yeah, right. Now, you know, if he wasn't, which that could never be, right? Because that's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to, I'm going to protect his mind mm-hmm. uh, at all costs. And I'm not comparing it, school shit to like the NFL or anything like that, but we know that's a, for, for whatever reason, an institution in the United States. Why? I don't really know, but I love the NFL. I just don't understand the importance of it. But anyway. Um, money. Yeah, money. But, but you know, if, and as, as, Football is so important to people, especially college football. If I, you know how to get people to wear a mask, it's a random thing. Mm-hmm. Tell them it ain't gonna be no football season if y'all don't wear a yeah. mask. And they'll wear. It. And they'll wear. It. But, but this is the thing. This is what I'm saying. Like people was trying to figure out what's gonna go on with the NFL, and they weren't doing nothing about it, like they're doing with schools. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, cap is supposed to open for the NFL on like Wednesday. Yeah. And today, NFL players all over the country. They started this hashtag, we want to play, but they was all like, we not going to camp unless you come up with some shit like. They ain't told them shit they ain't about told them. That's how I feel about the schools. Like, because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're putting wow. out these these blanket bullet point shits with like, mm-hmm. you know. But we have technical questions. Where do the kids go if they do get corona throughout the day or if they do have an elevated temperature or if they do get in, in somebody does come down with COVID and they went to music class today and lunch already yeah and then the rest of the school went to lunch and three other classes done with the music what do we, we we're not getting those answers like the technical answers we're getting like the pacifier answers but mm-hmm. the real people in the schools got way more questions you know what i mean that they got answers for and it's kind of like the nfl the nfl like y'all thought we was gonna report on wednesday y'all niggas crazy we're yeah. not coming to camp Mm-hmm. <laughs> the NFL had to spend ten billion dollars on a bubble in Orlando for them to play eight games in the playoffs. Y'all expect this to just play sixteen football games, wow. tackling each other with no protocols? Ooh. Like, it's, it's and a, again, it's not and again, happen, man. it's so bad that we can't have people. You can't even have people come in and watch y'all play. But y'all gonna tackle each other in the school? It's the same thing with the schools. You it's know what I'm saying? It's like, man. yo, we can't even have this meeting. But yeah, y'all go ahead and go do this anyway. It's not, not gonna happen. Uh, it don't, it just don't just, sound right. It just yeah. speaks to like what the value of life is now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so is it a value that we can be able to breathe and learn and live freely and be safe, or is it a value that everyone still gets their fucking entertainment and mm-hmm. their dollar? That's the, That's the truth. I mean, ask the people, because there's people out here that's, that's absolutely crying for it and clamoring for it. The, re- <clears throat> the sad truth and reality of the world that people are going to have to realize is that the world we knew it before is no- it's not going to be no- the same. It's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. You've even seen this. I keep bringing up movies and different... Look, this shit is over with. Yeah. We're dealing with a real-life pandemic, mm-hmm. a virus that ain't going nowhere that we thought was, so we went back to regular shit, and now you're seeing this shit going back up. Mm-hmm. Look, until this shit is over with, I personally feel like, fuck the school. 
I mean, I fucked the school. Like, <laughs> yeah, say that. What I'm saying, say what, what, what I'm saying, the school and the teachers you came with. All I'm saying is, my baby's gonna be on Zoom or whatever they got to do from the crib, nigga. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that. No, I'm not sending them to the house. Mm-hmm. Send them to the uh, to the school for mm-hmm. them to get infected by another kid. Mm-hmm. Then next thing you know, the pandemic starting all over again and spreading all. Don't y'all know how this shit works? Yeah. But you know too though, in that same breath though, like, like you were saying that that you if you got to go back to school, you got to go to work. You know. You know, you work second shift. Yeah. So even for you, I mean, I'm not saying that that you don't believe what you're saying, but yeah. I know in your situation it's easier because you'll be home yeah. for at least part of the day. Yeah. You know, where you can't help out with the school work. And the or thing about like school, I mean, I that. and not everybody yeah. has that that right. that opportunity. But right. you, but you work. They school's out at one o'clock, so you technically will be able to be home with with them all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Depending on what time you got to go to work. Yeah. But I think even for those who can't be at home and have to send your kids to school, I think the important thing is just to be aware of what the limitations and the risks will be so you can plan for it. Mm-hmm. Like, that we're in a state of survival because of the pandemic and among other things. But if we're in a state of survival, what do we do? We make the hard decision that's still fucked up decision A over fucked up decision B. And what do we do? Mm-hmm. We figure out how to make it work. Yeah. But it, I think we just have to lay on the table, lay it on the table what the risk factors are. The behavioral management of the kids. You monitoring them around the social yep. distance. We have to understand the impact of that and have a plan in response to I, it. it. And if I have an option not to have that, have to do that kind of planning, I won't. Mm-hmm. But if, in fact, I have to go to work at once at some point and send my son to school, guess what? I'm going to be all up in their face. Mm-hmm. Helping them see just how you struggle modifying the behavior of my black boy. Mm-hmm. Understand if you hit me with any fucking letters about him in a mask and a plexiglass and a volunteer mm-hmm. and a response to the volunteer, we're going to have some cultural competency discussions. <laughs> oh, I would love to be a fly on the wall for, for, for Stephanie's uh, conferences with, 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 with teachers. It'd be beautiful to watch. Them get dissected. Listen, this, this broken, is... break them down. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to teach him. And I'm glad you brought that up. That's the thing. Like, how do I, you know, I definitely don't treat them like this. I don't police the kids. But how do you police the situation? Like, how do we deal with that? How do you enforce these things? You're coming up with these things with masks and they have to Mm -hmm. do this and that. Tell me how we're enforcing it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's a bad behavior if they're not complying. That's how it's going to be enforced. Like, a bad behavior. And there's some parents, This there's a, especially in... It's something that, that is weird. It's crazy. You know, I hear Amber talking about it in the feed. You was talking about if you have to go to work. In the lower income communities like where I work at, you have a lot of parents who don't have jobs. Yeah. And they're just going to keep their kids at the crib. There's some parents, like we yeah. have some classes right now that are as low as 13 kids. We max out at like 30, 28, you know what I mean, in some classes. They're down to 13. Like some parents are just not going to send their kids back to school. Right. But they might not be teaching them at home either. Mm, but exactly. that's what happened. But though. this is just yep. another function of the new world order. Yep. The new world order in the wipeout. Let's be clear. Mm. Let's be Don't let that clear. ride past the new world order in the wipeout. What do you mean by that? I mean, this is also a function of new world order mm. at the end of the day because people who don't have the means to do mm-hmm. won't do, mm. can't do. Period. And until helping them is monetized and in a safe way, they're going to be cut out, cut, eliminated. Damn. Divergence type of shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hunger Games. That's real. 
Damn, art imitates life, man. I hope we ain't going oh, yes. down no. I, remember, I, I was talking to my daughters about it. My 13-year-old the other day. Uh, my father used to watch um, Star Trek back in the day. He used to record them on tape. He used to have like a library of them shits. But I, I think I don't like sci-fi to this day because he used to annoy me with all the damn recording of mm-hmm. the videos. But anyway, they would have stuff on their body they would push to talk to somebody mm-hmm. in another area. They would have a thing with the person's face on it. They would basically be FaceTiming. Yeah. And this was like 1989, bro. And it was... 20 years later, 22, 23 years later before FaceTime. And you know what I'm saying? Like all that stuff. But art imitates life, man. Yeah, And a lot of does. stuff we saw early 2000s, mid 2000s. It's coming here. We're right here. We're we're right here. And we just have to be mindful because mm-hmm. no decision is going to be the right decision. But if we're mindful, then we can have a plan to handle it because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We live in a state of surviving. Mm-hmm. But I think we just can't sleep thinking that some governor or superintendent or school district going to write out a plan that's yeah. going to be yeah. fit for our progression versus fit for, like, just managing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just have to always look beyond that. You know what I mean? We have to. So you might as well just vote for Kanye, man. Listen night, here. Man. I <laughs> have to see. Where was his rally at? He, I don't know. Wasn't it? I think it was Oklahoma. Wyoming. 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 That's where he registered the other day. He was in there. It was like in a, I don't know. It was like in, in Captivate. It wasn't. It was, like a, it was weird. It was, was weird. It was, was just like. I he saw, went on the stage with a pedal. He was like. I saw a couple niggas with camera Captivate. phones. Like they was at a concert and shit. And then I kept. And this is the craziness. <laughs> yeah. This is the whole bullshit of this whole thing. It was at Lynn Then Rocks. it was just like. It was Lynn Rocks. Yeah. It was at Lynn Rocks. Oh, the old it Rocks. It was like Peabody's. And then it's just like, then it was like, I kept hearing people being like, yes, yes. I'm like, who is this Kim Kardashian ass motherfucker in the background yelling this shit? It probably was Kim Kardashian. Man, get the fuck out of here. I mean, you know, he building them compounds in, in Calabasas, right? He, he They're trying to build a whole compound, you know, to create his own. You know, he might be running for the president of that. Please miss me with all this, man. <laughs> can, can we stop with this, please? No. Why can't we go with Kanye West? I have to watch it. The no. world that we do you, no longer exists, man. It is the God. most random thing you've ever seen. Has this been the weirdest, the weirdest year of... Of course. I mean, I know obviously easily, easily of our lifetimes. I'll be 40 years I'm old I'm trying to think year. stuff that's maybe happened in the past if we think we from like a her- historical Damn, standpoint. I know they've had things that's happened, but like just yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Trump, Kanye, just weird stuff. <laughs> Tory Lane shoot Megan in the foot. I mean, it's really just like, yo, what the allegedly, fuck go- what the fuck what? is going he on, shot her man? In the foot. Yeah, he, he showed it. Tory Lane shot Megan the stallion in the foot the other day because oh. they got art, got to arguing. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> Where have I been? Tory Lane's only five foot three, though. That's the thing. Oh, but he that was a hell of a climb. I'm not gonna get into that. He punked <laughs> out. Hell of a climb. Hell of a climb. But anyway, man. all right, man. We gonna yeah. go ahead and get out of here, man. Stephanie, thank you for. Um, for sitting down with us today. Thank Sorry you, that, that you didn't know the questions were coming. I mean, yeah. He said, you want to come down the show? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a whole interview, but I appreciate it. I'm grateful for it. So let the people know where they can find you. Okay, you can find me at The Perspective Liaison on Instagram, Facebook. Nah. Uh, but that's where you can find me. <laughs> okay, at The Perspective Liaison. And my name is Steph, Stephanie Kelly. Um, and it's on there as Steph. Okay, follow me in Transparency Talk Tuesdays. All right, 8 p.m. 
um, on Tuesdays, Eastern Standard Time. Um, mm. Our guest is actually 216 Muscle is for this week. Oh, our guest, hey, Benjamin. Hey, hey, um, friend of the show. And I haven't let him know yet, but we're going to talk about um, persona and purpose. Okay. So y'all should check that out. 216 Muscle was a guest on our show before, too. He goes back with Dev, too. Yeah, uh, back man. to the I Am 216 days, right? Yeah, he just won the, the, the 300 challenge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Benny, man. Okay. Yeah. Right, so Strong thank, ass. <laughs> thank you again for sitting dude, down man. with us. Uh, thank with you for having song, me. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I felt like something else was about to be said, but it'll come to me in a second. Playboy, give him all your shits. <clears throat> At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James 3. You can find me on Facebook. Not really, but under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They might know you. Yeah, they may know me. And then you can find me on all DMSC Boy platforms. So, great show, man. Glad to have you. Thank you for coming through. Uh, that's it, man. Peace. All right, Dev, give them all your shits. Oh man, you know I forgot. Oh, I, I know do. what it was. Forgot the job was supposed to be. It was supposed to be y'all class reunion weekend. Oh yeah, it was supposed. Y'all was supposed, supposed to be in Vegas. Vegas. So technically, be you Vegas. wouldn't have been here today. I wouldn't have been here. Yeah, I'd have been in Vegas. Mm. Our class was insane. Like it, uh, we had some people that was a little off, man. I need to text Ed. <laughs> but uh, oh Ed, <laughs> Shaw class of two thousand was some. Some was off with them, man. But uh. But love y'all anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I did too bad today. Held back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you was cool. Um, got got a couple. Got an episode of of problematic coming this week. That's done and ready to go. I'm gonna send it over to you. Brainstorm. We okay. Can put it up probably Thursday or something. Okay. And then um, finishing up what to call it's uh, dope, dope minds this week. So hope I wasn't too bad today. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to spread love in a world full of hate as always. Um, you know what I mean? Love y'all. If you don't love me back, it's cool. My mom will do real big dev 216 everywhere. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. All right, y'all. So I will say this one last thing, too. Since we do have that new venue coming soon with me and Playboy, uh, we got to come up. We got to come up with the, We talked about it last week. Oh, I'm about to say new but, venue. This yeah. thing is just. They're going to be upgrading on you. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. It's the Corona stuff. Can't just see Miami, nigga. Uh, we got to find a name for it, <laughs> what we going to call it. But um, basically, as we said last week, we'll do it on a Sunday right after the show, basically, uh, where uh, it's like a DJ little battle. So we'll have a theme for a week. Uh, it'll be we'll get we'll get the parameters together five to ten songs or whatever, but and we'll let the people vote on it. We'll do it on our DMST our our DMST radio platform. We'll have the people vote for it, uh, who has the better grouping of songs, but it'll it'll be a topic for each week. My bad, real music. Can I do this real quick? I forgot this. Go ahead. Y'all talking about this? Y'all brought up music and made me remember. I forgot to fucking write this down. But real quick, if we could give our input on this real quick before we go. come on, I know you was closing out. I was listening to, uh, I, I got this soul playlist, the one that I, I uh, murdered y'all with a couple, we didn't get in that right now. <laughs> Whatever. We, we had a little battle in here, you know Whatever. what I mean? But anyway, oh, I'm going to have, listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm a playlist queen over here. But uh, my soul playlist is, but anyway, I'm listening to it, and it's a lot of 80s and 70s R&B. Mm -hmm. A lot. And I think with R&B music, you only understand it once you experience love and loss. Like, I used to feel it when I was little and younger, hmm. but I didn't grow up with the OJs. I didn't grow up with the Isley Brothers. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up with Luth. I didn't grow up with these people. Mm -hmm. But my playlist is full of climax and confunction. It, like, oh, yeah. because I feel the shit they was talking about. Yeah. 
yeah. more than mm-hmm. any other genre of music on earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think I felt hip hop more when I was younger because rebel shit. And, yeah. and you were in it. Yeah, yeah. I was growing with it. I was growing up with it. You know, I was experiencing Bone in real time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But now that I sit and when I'm riding to the store, if I'm riding the Great Northern or whatever, if I'm coming down here, it's R&B. It's old school R&B. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. It's a big ass fly, mm-hmm. uh, right to the light. Um, but um, I'm kind of that way too. Like I realize how much, how much R&B stuff I play, even on the um, DMSC radio. Like the last couple times I've been live and doing mixes, hell, like the last three, mm-hmm. it's been R&B. Mm-hmm. Like the one I did a couple weeks ago was straight. It was like an hour and a half of R&B. You know, and actually the one I think I'm gonna do this Wednesday, I think I'm gonna try to R&B it out a little bit too. Um, but uh, yes, I, I I do agree with you though in the sense that you do have to. It's because we kind of relate to it a little bit more. Yeah. Um. You know, if it no matter it's the love, it's the heartbreak, it's mm-hmm. the it's the first date stuff, it's mm-hmm. whatever. Like we we've been in so many of those R and B situations before, even more so than the hip hop situations and stuff that we listen to in there. Unless you was always the one out there selling a ton of drugs mm-hmm. or whatever, we've lived those R and B things. And now. even if you were, you was in love with somebody. I just yeah. think if it a just resonates. Somebody's. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably but I think it's also because shape. we're in a state where we're coping, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to cope with the changes in the world mm-hmm. and what, you know, mourning the yeah. world that we mm-hmm. lost. And so, what better place to cope and still feel okay, mm-hmm. feel that little virtual hug, right? Mm-hmm. Is in rhythm and blues. Hmm. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to invoke that. So I'm listening to it because my soul needs a hug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything is with intention. It's Nothing, real. Probably. Everything is with intention. Because and- I'm, I'm entrenched, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, because I'm sitting there, I'm riding with my girls, and I know it's, same way it did to me, it's unintentionally seeping into their brains now, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Guy and Joe, Joe to see all of it is seeping in my girls. They'll, they'll probably grow up and be old school music heads when they get older. My Cicero's favorite song in the world is, is Tyrese, is um Sweet Lady. Like that's her favorite song. So, Aww. so like, I don't even think she. But I mean, I grew with him. So I'm, you know, what I'm saying like Tyrese is not really old school, old school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I know that that stuff is unintentionally seeping into their brains. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like. It's not like I'm listening to some Snoop Dogg or some shit that I grew up with. Like, I'm listening to old school R&B music. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be old school R&B heads at some point, too. It's just crazy. Man. Which is good. It's good. It is. That's it good. Is. I just don't want... Let me be quiet. Let me, that's a for another conversation. Huh? And But I, I know you'll dissect me. I don't Because I want my daughters to be well-rounded, but you know what I'm saying? When it comes to music, it's like, it's like, it's like DJ Pooh just like, said. Oh, sultry and shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Polk. Folk music or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah. He's scared of that black queen coming out. If <laughs> no. he's seeing that black queen come out of them and be like, black ah! to come get them black queens because they got all the tools. They gonna have all the tools. They'll be fine. Like I said, it's to wrap it up. It's almost like DJ Pooh just said: music is life, and life is music. Mm. Yep. Mm. So, Not bad. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we'll get out of here. Like I said, is that uh that that's that's again going back to real quick. It's gonna we we'll holler at. After the show, I guess, play, but by one of the first Sundays, yeah. we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But we do ultimately want to open it up to the people, too, to the people who listen. We want y'all to be able to come up with a group of songs that we can still play. Y'all can tune in. Uh, we may be able to start using the phone line if we still got that up and running for that avenue then where we can still do that battle, too. So we want to try to make this a spam, but 
we'll start like that. Um, like I said, it'll be me and Playboy. We get, we're going to get Dev in it, too. Uh, probably get DJ Pooh up here, too. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll make it grow. It's all about just listening to some music and having some fun. Uh, have a nice little battle. See who come up with the best songs. Oh, yeah. I love so, that. Which I will do. <laughs> Challenge. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like, I ain't do shit this week. Don't be in here like boom. <laughs> I love it. All right, y'all. So email the show dmst16 at yahoo.com. Any questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything you want us to address on the show. As we said before, reach us, reach out to us, ask us these questions, ask for advice. We give it to y'all. Y'all know we give very good advice. Yeah, we give great advice. At, at great, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> well, last, tune in the last week's show. We gave fellas great advice last week. I'm going to get to that right now. Uh, oh boy. Don't hold back, fellas. You ladies are us. <laughs> let it go. Shame. Let it go. Let it go. If it's if it's 45 seconds, it's 45 seconds. Let it go. It's her fault. And, oh and, my and, God. And, and live in your truth. Live in your truth. Walk in your truth. Roll right over, drink some water, and watch TV. It's, it is what it was. It is what it is. It Make was a sandwich. What it was. Chicken Don't wings. be shamed no, no you more. Get the yes. You are a king, fella. Listen, behave as You are such. king of your own cup. Behave as <laughs> Yeah, Thank you, Will. Accept it is what he said. Yes, sir. Um, it's just too good, uh, baby. And that's I always say, too. Uh, if, you're if you're listening to this throughout the week and you're not watching <laughs> this right now, I don't know why you're not watching this. So make sure you find us on Facebook, DMST Podcast, DMST Boys, and make sure you tune in every single Sunday to watch us do this live and not throughout the week. Uh, so that's pretty much it. We heading out of here. Um, I am <laughs> whatever, dude. Uh, this, it may be cloudy today, but the sun is going to come out tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You should not be ashamed. Of Thirty <laughs> seconds. No, you won't Jesus be. Christ. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Can't be ashamed. I know y'all are wild. I would have dragged you a little bit.